Episode 136 of The Morgue, an official Corpse Feed podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, we got a good one for them today, man. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. The 2023 Goldie Awards, folks highlighting the best of 2022 and um yeah let's just start it because this is going to be a, a a good old hefty one for you guys yes you know uh please if you haven't checked out our original award show the goldies which we kicked off last year because we had some like you know, some really good movies that we were like oh, okay we had to you know and it's the same thing here it's it was a good year of movies and tv 2022 so we were like okay we have to honor them again so yeah. here we are, uh, the Morgs Corpse Feeds official 2023 Goldies Awards. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes. And, and, and yeah, folks. So as Tex was saying, like we highlight the best and just put it out there. It, you know, it was a roller coaster ride yes. of, um, of quality throughout the year. And we were able to sum up, you know, a bunch of nominees for you guys in, uh, what is it? Five or six categories here. Yes. And, you know, you know, hopefully you guys agree with us. If not, you can always go back and listen to those episodes highlighting those, you know, films and mm-hmm. uh, we can have a conversation. All right. Yeah. So let's kick it off, Tex. Yeah. So first we have the award for best production. And in this one, what we consider production is, you know, basically the it's it's all in the name, right? It's like mm-hmm. it's how a movie looks. It's yes. how a movie is edited. It's how a movie, you know, with, the packaging, it, the nice box you receive, yes, you know, yes. before you open it up and actually digest the actual story. Yes. You know, does it look good? Does it play well um, visually on screen and theaters? Does this sound editing good? Um, is the marketing good? Are the posters good? All that stuff, yes. you know, that's the production award and yes. uh we have uh and the five nominees you know yes. we, we have, have both uh, tvs and tv yes. and movies in here in yes. this one correct um and the first one off the bat is uh, uh stranger things season four yes. um this one in particular was highlighted mainly because of just the scope of the actual story you know there right. were a, a bunch of different locations a, a, a bunch of different stories being told um and then just everything just looking Nice and tight, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. For Netflix, like, you know. Yeah, we got that cool. Uh, we got the cool separate ways remix. Yes. You know that that one that was like kind of creepy and it was like pretty dope. You know, we got that cool. Uh, you know that running up the hill scene that like you know mm-hmm. blew up, right? Like, yeah, mage. absolutely. We got Vecna who was like super slick and practical right. effects. Yeah, and, like it, it, we got Metallica in there, like yes. official, like <laughs> officially licensed Metallica. Um, so you know they definitely up the budget for season four um in order to kind of you know throw 
everything that just happened at us. So this is why they landed on here. Um, next up on the list um, is uh, uh, Top Gun Maverick, um, Which one is, of my favorite movies of last year. Yeah, it was um, kind of like an of course kind of pick. A, uh, you know, yeah, have you guys seen Top Gun? <laughs> it, it was made the same way as this one. Like this guy got in a jet and did a bunch of shit in the jet, folks. Like yeah. it's, it's there. If you guys just, go to the behind the scenes of this stuff, of course, guys, it's Tom Cruise, right? Yeah, like you yeah. guys know this guy wants authenticity when it comes to action and he delivers in this one and honestly, like if you guys haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, it is available now on Paramount Plus. Go check that yeah, out. Yeah, it's kind of like imperative that like you see it on the biggest screen possible. Like it's one of those ones where you're like uh you should definitely go see it in theaters. Yeah, you know, like you kind of should, right? It's it's huge. It's got it's just cool, man, you know. Yeah. And that's why it's nominated here. Uh, moving on to the list, we have Black Panther Wakanda Forever. This mm-hmm. one, in terms of the Marvel movies uh, we got last year, this one was kind of just like the best made overall. Yes. Like yes. in terms of Marvel TV and movies, this was just like the best kind of like, you know, we got the Talokan stuff. We have, mm-hmm. we have Wakanda again. We have Namor's look. We, you know, we have like just. Yeah, this we got Shuri as like the new Black Panther. We got that look as well. We got a yeah. whole new like uh, costume, a whole new attire for her. We got a new Rihanna song. Yeah. yeah, we got a new Rihanna song. <laughs> um, like, if you guys seen the behind the scenes stuff, um, Adidas um, worked with them to create all these looks that they actually nice. have, like okay. which is wild. Yeah, yeah, dude, like they worked with Adidas to make these custom sneakers for Shuri and that purple, you know, attire she had when she was running around the streets of Washington to see really? whatever it was. That was custom made Adidas stuff. So they definitely poured money into it. The CG could have been a little better, but that's been Marvel all of 2022. Right. But uh, in production costs, they knew for definitely that they had to go all out for this one and end 2022 um, with a bang. And yeah. Hang on top of that, right? Yeah, and we knew we had to have a Marvel one in here somewhere. And so, like, even with the wonky CG, it it gets the nomination for that. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, uh, moving on, we have Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is just kind of like, you do kind of have to nominate it for production Mm -hmm. immediately because of just all the universes all of the looks like and even from the simplest stuff from like the the rock with googly eyes to like the you know to the yeah, big to the, fights to the hot dog fingers yes you know? <laughs> yeah, to, and to like the fights and to like everything everywhere that happens all right? at once right yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and next up and the winner of uh of the best production award for 2023 here um is Avatar 2. Um Avatar folks, this the, is yes, the way this is of a water. kind of big duh, you know. Um yes. it's <laughs> 10 years to make this movie. And if if you've seen it, you know why, you know. Yes. I came on here um and I publicly um, you know, apologized to the, you know, to the grand poobah Mr. Cameron himself um uh, for doubting any of his skills. Yeah, and we, I, we ate some yeah. big time crow on that review. Uh, please go listen to Avatar yeah. The Way of Water, our review on it. It was our last review last year, and we're still kind of like, well, let's go see Avatar 3. Let's let's do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even sitting through three hours, you're like, yeah, okay, I'm good for another year, you know? <laughs> right. I have to recharge my battery so I can sit down for another four hours probably in the next one, right? So. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is it, if if we get one of these every 10 years, I'm fine with that, you know? like And, and for production, Dude, it's wild. It, yeah. production, it obviously, it's our winner here, obviously. 
it's yeah. just kind of like there's 1, no percent hands down um I was able to see a little bit of behind the scenes stuff. They did a little special on um, on ABC um, and they showed some behind the scenes stuff. And man, like these actors and actresses had to train for like underwater acting legit, hold their breath for like two plus minutes. Um, he brought back Kate Winslet, by the way. Nice. Um, okay. uh, she she plays the the tribal chief wife. Oh, um, the, the yeah, like of that one? clan. Yeah, yeah, the pregnant one. That's Kate oh. Winslet, dude. I was like, oh my god. So, um, okay. He wanted to bring her back in order to um, have these young actors get this experience since she has the experience of Titanic and working in the water and stuff like that. Mm. So, like, dude, James Cameron legit went all out for this, and this is why he absolutely deserves this best production award. Um, and thank you so much for giving us this Avatar too. It was awesome to look at. Um, I hope to see another one in theaters. You know, yeah. Um, I know. Moving on, folks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, so, so best ensemble award. What, what we mean ensemble is, you know, it's not exactly like one or two actresses high- highlighted in the movie. It's like it's a group effort, right? Mm-hmm. Movies and TV that we have here uh, are group efforts. And the the first one is we do have to say Avatar The Way of Water again. It's getting another nomination. Just be- yep. It's not a win in this category, but, you know – it's more so just like the group of Navi, you know. This, yeah, you know. <laughs> like again, like if you look at the behind the scenes stuff, it it takes it took an army to get this movie made. It's just like it takes an army to get all this stuff made, you know. Yes. And, and and this award is for that for for every little you know um, player um, in the story, you know, that makes it a complete picture. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and in Avatar 2, you had a lot of pieces that, that came together to make it a, a successful story. Better than the first one, for sure. Um, and uh, next up, we have the same thing with Top Gun Maverick as well. There was a lot of players in that m- movie that made it a complete story. It wasn't just focusing on Tom Cruise. Which is um, which is wild, you know? right? Which is what yeah. we went in going, oh, this yes. is a Tom Cruise movie. But when we walked out, we are like, no, it's actually like, you know, it's kind of like a blend of like all these yeah. Yeah. actors and yeah, so absolutely yeah and for that it's it's nominated here because they you know no one really our overpowers the other one it's just kind of like all part of the experience and ensemble. yeah a nice right. blend of everything as tex mentioned a nice blend of young and old of experience and rookie stuff right. um it feels like um, um a passing of the torch kind of flick as well for tom yes. cruise um and uh and, and for that is the reason why they're on this category everyone so, did their jobs yeah awesomely. and another repeat on the list we're gonna get a lot of these because you know a lot of these are good in multiple categories mm-hmm. uh, black panther wakanda forever it's kind of just, you know, we, we talked about this in our review for the movie that, you know, without Chadwick Boseman, the mm-hmm. rest of the cast had to elevate and step up in order to fill that gap. And, Absolutely. And they do. Like, they, it's just kind of like it's, they knock it out of the park as much as, and then of course you have new additions to the cast, like Donald Tuerta, who is immediately a standout, mm-hmm. but also like he just fits right in to the rest of it. Yes, and, and absolutely. It, and it's the same thing with production where it's like we have to hi- – like you figure – you have to highlight at least one Marvel movie and all this stuff, one superhero movie and all this. And it's the best version of that. You know, it's, yeah. it's the Agreed. best ensemble all around. Absolutely. Agreed. Um, and as you mentioned, like um, it has all this – these new players involved that will be major players coming up for Marvel – and it has a whole a whole underwater city for you. Mm-hmm. It's, that's ensembles enough right there. Then it has a whole Wakanda. You know, um, it has the what are they called? 
the Doramaje, right? Like yes. the, the actual, like, you know, they, they have those. And then you have Angela Bassett who won a Golden Globe for her performance She's here, by the way. She's at a Critics' Choice Awards by the time we've recorded this. So, like, great she, for her. Awesome. I mean, she deserves it. She was if awesome. She, you know, if she gets the Academy Award for this, you know, like, it, this is finally making up for the fact she never won one for Tina Turner, you know? So it's <sighs> like. Listen, let's not, let's not go to regrets. Right? Yeah, she got robbed. So if this is like the legacy win, like, if, if she gets to go the Leonardo DiCaprio route of like getting it for just whatever the good movie she was in right like dude absolutely I'm, I'm, listen I'm just that you alone she made was you know worth it um and and uh just moving on folks to the uh winner uh oh no we have a, we have a couple more for you actually yes um yes. Uh, next up uh the menu yes um the menu if you guys have seen it in the movie poster alone it has a whole ensemble there you know what i mean that is the story is dependent on that entire cast on that poster you see to execute yes. this menu for you guys, right? And every player from the moment the movie opens, right, yes. um, is a part of this story, is a part of the overall package. And this is why this movie ended up here um, because it takes every little piece to actually do their part in order to execute this the way it was. And it was executed very well from the sous chefs, right? Mm -hmm. To the bit players, you know, the, 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 the annoying business guys, you know, to, um, the, the, the boat guy, quote unquote, right. Who shows up later. Right. Yes. Um, it took an ensemble to make this work and it definitely worked. Um, but it did not work as well as our winner winner here. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, the winner of a best ensemble award is all of us are dead. Um, A surprise. Cause it's like, surprise legit. This was one of the first things that came out um, this in 2022. Yes. Right. Yes. And it was super successful. Um, You know, we know you guys enjoyed the episode that we put out there for you guys. Um, We we know you guys enjoyed the show because like Netflix blew up with this thing. Yes. Um, And rightfully so. This is a a, a huge um, cast of young, you know, Korean stars here. And and they they needed all of them to actually, you know, work well and do their job to execute all of this. Um, They're um, I. I can't remember specifically, but I don't really recall any failures in terms of acting um, uh, from those guys. The only failure like the show had as we go back to the, you know, the the episode was kind of, you know, the end of the show. It got a little slower there. Um, A a couple of questionable um, uh, choices made there. It was never a performance thing. Like we never yes. had an issue with performance. Yes. And, yes. You know, correct. While yep. we might have, you know, we will talk about this later because the you will hear all of us are dead again in this in mm-hmm. this award show. But um, it's it was never performances. That was never the question. And because of that, it, it deserves the win. Like it, absolutely, it, yeah. winner of the best ensemble award. Congratulations to all of us are dead. Congratulations, you guys were awesome and provided us tons of entertainment. Um, and there were chunky episodes too, where yeah. these guys were, uh, they were doing you know, these men lot. and women yeah. were doing a lot of, and they were, there was a so. lot, yeah, a lot of physical stuff. Like you just mentioned a lot of running, a lot of like oh, fighting, running. a lot of yep. like very like stunt 
stunt performance stuff. So like Even a bad guy, dude. The bad guy was such a good bad guy. You yeah, know? Like what a foil, a, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. See, like the more we talk about it, right? The more we're like, oh yeah, that guy was good. That that person was good. Go and, back to that episode and check that out. Yes. There's plenty of there to talk about. Yes. And so while while ensembles are good, we have to move on to our next uh, pair of awards, um, which are best performance by an actress first, which yes. is it's you know in the namesake it's while the ensemble's good you know while production good while you know whatever whatever might be good about a movie this is for the actresses who like that their performance themselves in a movie good or bad were like that was the performance right we were like yes "Yes, this is like we have to highlight these performances yep absolutely and you guys know here at course feed we love our leading ladies you know we love we love our final girls we love a strong written Female performance, and yes. uh, and here are five of them for you guys. Uh, first up um, is uh, uh, Michael Monroe for her performance in Watcher. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys haven't seen Watcher, um, go check it out. Her performance is um, is pretty darn stout um, because she has to do a lot of the work herself. The movie falls on her shoulders, and yes, um, the performance reflects that one hundred percent. Yeah, she she does a lot of heavy lifting, and you know it's. It's sort of like, uh, you know, without her, the movie might not have worked. Correct. So, you know, and I think so too. If that's the case, like, it's definitely deserves the nominee, uh, the nomination. So moving on with that, with next, uh, is kind of the same situation with Prey, uh, Amber Mint Thunder in Prey, where it's, you know, she, it's very her against the predator. And while, mm-hmm. while there are some good performances, like from her brother, you know, who, you know, her Dakota Beavers, who also had like, it was like his movie debut. Yeah. He was and, awesome like, too. yeah. And like, he was great, but like, it's, it's not the ensemble you think about. And honestly, it's not the predator you think about in that movie either. You think about, exactly. you think about her. And She's the one on the poster. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. And yeah. like, she, she literally kills, like, kills this role and kind of like, enough to where we're like oh what are you going to be in next right it's it's Agreed. that kind of yeah. thing where it's future star written all over her and i that deserves a nomination alone it's just yeah it, it was an exciting performance that way yeah i agree 100 um she definitely held her own um it was there were more bit players here but as text mentioned like that's what you think about when you think of prey is miss mid thunder here and and her performance and like and like Tex mentioned, I'm hoping she jumps on board something action related because she was awesome. In yeah, that. you got, um, you got yeah. Marvel and DC who both, you know, who are both let's like, go, need, fellas, yeah, let's do pick this. this young lady up ASAP. <laughs> um, and another young lady that was uh, pretty darn awesome in, uh, and, and a standout in the movie um, is one Kiki Palmer yes. in, uh, from Nope. Um, her performance, um, I think, is one of the few that actually stands out in that movie. Um, I like uh, Daniel... Akuluya's um, performance as well, but he's a bit more of that reserved, quiet kind of strength. Right. You know, uh, Kiki Parma was definitely the one like out there in your face, just making kind of this story yeah, move and like, kind of and, anchoring the emotions. Yeah, and let's be honest, it's kind of her movie, right? Like yeah. it's it's yeah, kind sure. of like like she dominates that movie for yeah, and you know, and unfortunately, spoilers for the awards. Like this is the only place we'll talk about. Nope, but you yeah. know. But it's because Kiki Palmer was just like it's so good that we're like okay we we have to include her in here and she's yeah. also one of those ones where it's like why hasn't she been picked up by Marvel or DC yet right it's yeah it's just like come on give her give her something huge right like, absolutely and uh, 
And to your point, Tex, and a great transition to our next nominee, another person who um, you know could be a great asset to DC or Marvel in the future is uh, Jenna Ortega. Uh, for her performance on Wednesday, she ends up on this list. Um, but uh, folks, let's just put it out there: Jenna Ortega had a heck of a year yeah, for it, such a young, yes, you know, up and coming yes, actress. You know, yes. Um, she was good in X. I don't like X, but she was good in X. Um, uh, she was good in um, when, when we first saw her in Killer Queen in the year before, in 2021, right. uh, where she showed up. But um, she is having a heck of her career, and, and then she deserves she was, to be on this list. She was a standout in Scream. Like, and it's, That's like, what I'm forgetting. Yeah, yes, and like, Scream. So, spoiler for that, too. Scream came out in 2022, and it is nowhere on this list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. We, I'm glad you mentioned that. We, it's nowhere it is, on this list, it is folks. nowhere nowhere near this award show for many reasons we won't get into yeah. why but like if you're looking so jenna ortega is representing scream as well for <laughs> yeah. those of you out there you know yeah like, uh, at least she got something yeah <laughs> like she's nominated for wednesday because of course like she you know she's a new age wednesday adams she absolutely kills it please yeah. go watch wednesday it's already confirmed for season two good for her she was awesome yeah she was awesome yeah. um uh, she is um uh, uh you know uh a, a blooming scream queen. So the, let's not forget that this young lady knows her horror and she likes to be in horror movies. Um, and like I said, and like we said in the scream episode, she should have been playing Samantha. Yeah, and we'll, <laughs> Cause you yes. wanted a strong actress to be playing, you know, the, the daughter of a uh, freaking Billy Loomis. You, you grabbed the wrong one. Yeah. And we'll see what <laughs> happens in scream six. Right. Uh, but yep. you know, but here's our winner. Who's already like, who, you know, was in who's Mar- already winning already. Yeah. Right. Yes. Like she's, <laughs> she's well-deserved too. Uh, Michelle, Absolutely. yo for everything, everywhere, all at once. It's kind yes. of like, it's kind of like a, the of course win for us here, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's not only you know, the fact that she she plays like so many different versions of herself, or like it's the fact that she she manages to balance this so well and yes. never loses sight of like the emotional core of Evelyn and her character mm-hmm. in the movie, and it's just kind of like. It's good to see her also getting recognition in, in like the you know the other award shows that aren't as good yeah. as us, but like of course, <laughs> of course, that's why no one watches those things. But yeah, like she's been killing it for a long time. She's she's already a legend, but now it's like oh okay, now she gets to flex these dramatic muscles and comedic yes. muscles too. There's there's a lot in that movie that she does that like yeah yeah, yeah. like folks i remember uh seeing her um in theaters and when i went to go see crouching tiger hidden dragon dude like yeah like freaking years ago and she was awesome in that movie too and and even then even though that was a martial arts movie you can tell that this woman knew how to act she knew how to perform yes. she knew how to emote especially in her face um we can even see her in um in uh, um shang chi right yes as an aunt right yes. she knows how to do certain things um that you know make her have, have made her very successful in the industry um and i'm glad she's getting the recognition from those other shows she's getting the recognition from us um she 1000 deserves it and as you mentioned in that in the movie alone I forget how many versions of herself she plays at least four or five different versions and they're all very different all very different where she has to portray a very different sort of class, a stature, um, uh, like emotional palette yeah. entirely. While, while yeah. still being Evelyn, which was the, yes. which was the yes. core thing because it was mm-hmm. Evelyn's mind traveling across all these things. Mm-hmm. So it's like the fact that she was able just to balance everything so well, it's, it's – 
it's the kind of performance that we we just had to give an award to because it's like uh, yeah of course <laughs> yeah of course yeah exactly and uh and yeah so so congratulations to her and like i said i'm glad she's getting the recognition in the golden globes um as well um hopefully she gets the oscar right i mean hey why not yeah i mean yeah you know could be worse she gets the rub from over here right from yes. these goldies I hopefully mean, she, she got a Oscar. goldie already so you know if she does it that's fine she got the goldie right the so, guy, she's so, a winner in our eyes <laughs> yes so moving on to the other half of the equation uh best performance by an actor like actress this is just like the the main mm-hmm. lead performance that of like an actor is so good regardless yes. of regardless of everything else around it you know so it's like good or bad team like Good or bad TV movies, if an actor's performance is good, we have to have them here. So, yes, uh, correct. St- starting off with, uh, we'll start off with our repeats here. Uh, so, Joseph Quinn, Eddie Munson, who made his yes. debut in Stranger Things season four. Unfortunately, this is it for him, but it's, <laughs> it's kind of like we, you know, he's here because we have to, like, he was the best part of Stranger Things four. Yeah. You know? Like, out of, out of all the categories, in this award show um this one i think um is much deserved in terms of nomination um he held that show together um like we can talk about all the other characters and 11 and steve and all that stuff but let's be real if you go back to social media folks during july yes all you saw was eddie months all eddie let's be real folks and reaction pieces and like people like fawning over him yes he was endearing he you know he he won over an entire nation entire (laughs) entire streaming service (laughs) yeah you know he won over the likes of freaking metallica yes you know which you know they they gave the rights to freaking Netflix and the, and the Duffer Brothers to use Master of Puppets in their story. Um, and Eddie and Joseph Quinn, as the actor that he is, he went out there, legit learned Master of Puppets on the guitar. Um, you, the close-ups you see in the show are, I forget whose son it is. I think it's Robert Trujillo's son who actually does the close-up soloing and stuff like that. Um on those shots but you know those wide shots that's eddie playing dude you know and, and that's commendable um and he was just so awesome it sucks that he went out the way he did we go back and you know hear that stuff yeah uh, nonsense it, yeah it's it's um, kind of nonsense his death was, he, you yeah, know in he, vain honestly he really should have been around for season five like i bet i bet if the duffer bros knew that he would get blown up so hard you know what i mean like yeah. oh yeah they were like no no one's gonna like the stoner you know <laughs> <Yeah>. wrong <laughs> Yeah, Wrong. yeah, it's for you, Chrissy. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, so moving on uh, to our other repeats, uh, we have um, Dinoch Huerta for uh, as Namor in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. This is this was kind of like the the of course kind of noms, you know. Agreed. When we were thinking about best performances, it's just kind of like, regardless of your thoughts of Black Panther: Wakanda Forever as a whole, even the ensemble, like this dude just came in swinging. Like yes. what? Like the best? Like honestly, the best Marvel performance of the year overall. You know, and like legit best superhero kind of character performance too. Like it was just, yeah. We got Jonathan Majors coming as Kang, which is you know he'll give him competition for like villains, right? But like for sure, yeah. Tenoch Huerta was like better than Josh Brolin. Thanos, you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, this this dude yeah. has it. He yeah, because Thanos. It. Thanos impressed at first, right? Yes. Initially, 
Infinity War Thanos impressed, right? Yeah. After Infinity War, it's <laughs> yeah. like, all right, we just got so much of this freaking purple dude here. Right. We yeah. just kind of tone it down a little bit because we got we got a heavy dose of Thanos. Um, he was awesome, but he did wear out his welcome. <laughs> um Namor, on the other hand, came out of nowhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We clearly knew Thanos was gonna be sprinkled in throughout the whole saga because we got him at the end of uh, Avengers, right? right? The first one. But the performance here, um, it just um it's very meaningful and very impactful because of two things. One, it's uh this Mexican actor, right? Who's by the way, he's he's no spring chicken, you know what I mean? That's um true. he's yeah. he's he's been doing things and you know in the industry for he a was, while. But he was is, in uh the purge, the in, forever purge. In the purge, yes. in the forever purge, yes, he, correct. He was one of the best parts of that. If we if he you was. go back to our episode talking about forever he was, purge, yep. yeah. He, he was. He, he was our protagonist <laughs> then as well. Um and he came out of nowhere, and I'm so happy for him that he did such a great job and that everyone just knows about him and remembers the performance and remembers the character. And I love the fact that they twisted the whole Atlantis thing into this Atalokan kind of like, you know, Mexican descent, um, like ancestry thing to kind of put the brown people on the map here in Marvel, which is awesome. Um, so that alone, like he deserves credit. And But then on top of that, you have him kind of just holding his own pretty yeah. much throughout the entire movie. It's like we knew – um, that we had to deal with, you know, Shuri as Black Panther. We kind of, you know, saw that, you know, all, all the writing on the wall. But throughout the entire movie, um, the dude kind of stole every scene he was in, dude. Yeah. Up until that last one where he was with, uh, you know, his wife, you know, just telling her, hey, listen, don't worry about it. When they call again, this is when we do our thing, you know. So um, he made his impact and he made his impact as a Marvel villain slash kind of like an anti-hero, which is very successfully done because that's what they did in the comic books. Yeah. He, he kind of, you know, he he treads a fine line um, and hopefully we see him in action with the Fantastic Four. Um, and uh, that'd, be, that'd be great. But speaking of Fantastic Fours and superheroes, um, next up on the list is uh, Mr. Mr. Anthony Starr for his performance as Homelander in season three of The Boys. And folks, if you have not seen any of The Boys, just stop what you're doing. You can pause this. It's okay. You can pause us. Yeah, yeah. Go watch The Boys. Yeah, right? like, um, yeah, his, yeah. His, Homelander, his Homelander performance has evolved over the years, like, to the point where, you know, if you – you can probably see that reaction clip going around now of his face – Reacting to the fact that like everybody's cheering for him after yeah, he kills like, oh, the wait guy, a minute. it's okay. I just blew this guy's head off. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like just for that alone, right? This is not on top of like what he does in season three. This is just mm-hmm. kind of like you know, once you've made it to meme status, it's the Eddie Munson thing, right? It's like once yeah. w- ju- once you've made it yeah. to meme status, just because your performance in that moment was so yes. good, like it's like, yes. he he has Agreed. to get nominated here. He's just He's evolved. Like he, he, he took. Yes, I was. I was just gonna say two texts. It's the development of the character and the evolution yes. of his acting in that role that has really kind of defined that show. Um, I tuned like yes, the boys. Everything around it is cool. You have you know Carl Urban being cool and all that stuff. But me and Tech clearly said this on on the podcast. Like we tuned in for Homelander. We want to yeah. see what he's up to, what he's yeah, doing. It's, and it's he, no longer like an out of the water thing season. anymore. It's no, no longer. It, yeah. It's not. It's really the Homelander show. Cause now um the way everything is going and the way he's really leaned into it, um, we really have a direction where this is gonna just kind of, you know, get m- massive in terms of like the the um consequences 
and ramifications of season four, um, especially after what he did at the end when some guy threw a bottle at his kid and he just blasted his head off. So that's where we end off and where we pick up. It should be very exciting, folks. Um, and uh, next up on the list, another exciting, very strong performance. Um, uh, and from a movie you've heard about as well, it, it was Mr. Ray Fines in the menu yes. um, as the chef. Forgot his name, but he plays the chef. That's all you gotta he's know. Just he's just chef, chef. And, yeah. Like, yeah. And he's, he's very, he's very Voldemortish in this, um, in this performance. Um, he kind of grabs the very like. He reminds me of a couple of characters. He he played the Red Dragon this one time in the movie Red Dragon, um, which was a head of a lecture story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was a bad guy. So if you go back to that, that's a. Uh, the, the flick it's called red dragon with ed norton um and, and obviously um anthony hopkins right, and, right. and all that stuff so he plays this character um this crazy dude and he has this massive red dragon tattoo on his back and all that stuff he he has this intensity ray finds as an actor with anything he does especially when he gets to his villain characters dude like he has this like very humble intensity that you see um uh in um, in the menu, you see him as um, uh, uh, in um, as Voldemort. You see him like kind of have that same kind of wickedness in him, you know. Right. Um, he's he's awesome. Um, he's awesome, and I think he definitely killed it in this role. Um, and he definitely deserves to be on this list. Um, because just so subtle and so um, uh, so like downplayed are his actions in this movie, you know that like he really depends on the, you know, his real acting chops to get across that villainous, you know? Yeah. Like he's so good that even though the menu is nominated for ensemble, it's like, you know, where it's like, it's so good that even though the ensemble's good, he's just a little bit better. He's just better. And it's Mm -hmm. like, we, we had to give him credit for this. Like we had to give him his due here. And, you know, and it, you know that that's even more true for our winner in this category, uh, Evan Peters, for his role as Jeffrey Dahmer in Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer in was Dahmer. It Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, whatever the real title uh, he, is, right? Yeah, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. I yes, think it was. yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So you know, there's there's probably not enough that we could say about it. You know, about Evan Peters as Jeffrey Dahmer. Please, you know. Please go listen to our review on that show. You know, he's already getting, he got a Golden Globe already. He's good for him. He's winning yeah. awards, like, and with good reason, you know, like this, he, he absolutely, I mean, for lack of a better term, right? For lack of a better phrase, he killed, he killed it. it right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though, Tex. It's absolutely true in every sense of the word. Um, um, like he just, he, was able to find this place in himself where he was able to live in, in as Dahmer um, for the, you know, for the course of that show. Um, it was, it was scary. Cause like, you know, if this is, if this is what Dahmer was like, man, like, dude, what a, what a troubled person, you know? Right. Um, and he kind of, um, he incarnates that perfectly um to the point that i remember reading like um some uh, the victim of one of the uh, like the mothers of one of the victims like was complaining that he got the golden globe for his portrayal and stuff which is like you know like let's let's relax there for a second i understand why you're upset but this is this is entertainment here you know this is not uh Mm -hmm. anything that we have to kind of you know 
beat this dude down for. And just remember, he was, you know, playing this monster and he did his best to kind of showcase what this monster can really be. And let's put it out there, folks. And we said it in the show. This showed this um this series does not glorify Jeffrey Dahmer at all. Right. Like yeah. it doesn't. If anything, it paints a better picture of his victims, a more sympathetic picture of his victims and who they were, you know, and it paints this just evil stroke yeah. right on Dahmer, yeah, which you're like, fuck, yeah. you're 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 a fucking monster, bro. Yeah, and Evan you know? Peters makes sure that he's always like a creepazoid first and mm-hmm. foremost. You know, yeah. he he never tries to like he himself never tries to elevate that shit. You know, he he's like, I'm I'm a creepy dude and I'm gonna be a creepy dude, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and for you know, for all the you know, and yes, he has like the, the more like subtleties of like oh maybe you know he was treated a certain way or like whatever right like he made sure to add those little flourishes in there of like you know yeah of that those emotions but like he he made sure first and foremost that like no i'm playing a killer i'm gonna be a killer i'm gonna be a creepazoid big time so, yeah, like, yeah. It's true because like there were some points in there that you know, as a human being, you know, who has feelings and proper emotions, you kind of felt a little sympathetic towards him. But then he made sure to be like, oh, no, 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 no. Listen, like, just wait till the next scene. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yes. So, yes. Um, he definitely made sure that he didn't glorify this dude. And I thought that was the best thing they could have done as a show and him as an actor, because <clears throat> all these true crime things and all these kind of docuseries, like they have a, a tendency to kind of glorify all the kills and all the bad things. And they forget that the victims are actual real people with families and feelings. And like this show, this is why I really enjoyed this show more for that aspect that they did um, show you, you know, the human beings that were lost here. Right. um, And their families and all they've gone through. And, and Dahmer's neighbor, you know, who was living next to this stuff and smelling this stuff through the vents, like, and the police involved and how and how they botched everything. Like, it was just um, uh, a very, you know, um, all-encompassing thing. And here in the middle, you have Evan Peters, um, who, by the way, like, was has was and has been the best thing in American Horror Story since forever. Right. Um, so yeah. I, I am glad he is getting his flowers now with the Golden Globe and with an with an appropriate nominee here on this list. Yes. Um, and um, yeah, a, a nominee and a win on this list, folks. Yes. Um, so awesome job. I can't wait to see what he does next. I know he's attached to, uh, to the next Deadpool, um, as playing Quicksilver again. Um, mm, so okay. yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens there. He's probably gonna do yeah, some more. There's a bunch of rumors, yeah. right? With Deadpool 3. Yeah, that's so. I'm like, I don't know about that, but we'll, you know, he's probably doing a, another Ryan Murphy thing, you know, of course, but we'll see how that turns out. Um, so moving, Absolutely. Yeah, moving on to this, this is our, this is the Corpse Feed Toe Tag Award. The Corfi Toe Tag Award, folks, and the and the movies on this list, as you guys know, uh, uh, the umbrella of this uh, um, awesome podcast you guys are listening to, Corpse Feed. Um, uh, we review horror movies on that thing, and we reviewed a lot of them this year um, in 2022. Uh, I should say this past year. A lot of them were bad. <laughs> a lot of them were good. The good ones ended up on this list. And the criteria for that only was if you got a nine and above from the Corpse Feed rating scale, you know, you made it to this list. So the nominees for the Toe Tag Award. First off, um, I know Tex didn't watch this one, so we're going to start with, the, with this one first was Hellhole. Honestly, dude, um, this one came out of nowhere. This one could be like someone could watch it and be like, really? You gave this one a nine? And I'm like, you know what? Just finish it, you know, because mm. it gets like that. 
once you figure out what's going on and they unravel everything like what the fuck is going on in this movie um it can really lose somebody but if you finish it you're rewarded with a complete story you're like oh shit they actually full-blown went into like you know summoning a freaking demon um and this movie is really cool it's short it's not long um it pretty much deals with um a dude trying to investigate some exorcisms and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and and they just and bad shit happens to him. But Hellhole, um, um, damn, I forgot what um, I think it was Polish. Um, it's uh, it's all Polish. It's very Polish. <laughs> so <laughs> go read those subtitles. But it's definitely worth a watch. Um, now next up on the list are movies that Tex has have also enjoyed here and can and can enjoy the conversation. Um, like for example, um, one that came out of nowhere and th- thanks to Hulu, you know, Fresh. Yes. Um, Fresh was awesome. Um, it was a, a legit a breath of fresh air, pun intended. Um, Sebastian Stan was, you know, a delight in this movie. He was very charming, and he did his job I mean, to the T. It's you know, <laughs> it's it has a cool title card that pops up. It's got like yep. you know, a, it's a cool spin on cannibal stuff, and it was just kind of like, oh, that was a fun movie. Like when you watch it, you're like that was a fun thing, yeah. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, this is the only nomination. This is the only nomination it gets on this list because you know the year is so stacked. But like, yeah. it, it definitely deserves a, a toe tag nom. Definitely, yeah. So absolutely. Uh, moving on are other ones that you that are also getting a bunch of other nominations elsewhere, like the menu for all the reasons we said already. You know performances ensembles the you know the packaging yep. just that the the it's it's the same thing as fresh like that was just the menu is just a fun movie when it's over yes. you're like oh wow that was just a solid watch right surprisingly solid watch yes. too right because yes. the trailer they throw you you know shows you nothing um completely swerves you which is awesome yeah um and uh and that's why the menu showed up on here and we're gonna Continue talking about it probably later on in the show as well. Yes. Um, same with this movie, um, uh, Black Phone. Another surprise hit um, and theatrical on top of that, which is awesome. That was, I think, the first theatrical um, movie of 2022 that I really, really thoroughly enjoyed. Right. Um, I, I thoroughly loved walking out of that thing and, had, and and I was like, wow, that was – what a – freaking movie yeah you know yeah i didn't get to see it till it was on peacock like months later but even then but even like, then right yeah, like, like it's, you saw it and you're like holy shit art was right yeah <laughs> yeah and so that's the funny thing like you you'd think black phone would have got nominated for like uh you know ethan hawk as the grabber you know like or ensemble for the children's performances but trust me you'll you'll hear black phone again as we keep going through these lists yes um, um and uh and next up and the winner of the toe tag award of uh, this year's course toe tag award is none other than the than watcher um which i think perfectly sums up what course looks for in a 10 out of 10 yes. in uh in and a really great to near perfect horror flick um the tension, the suspense, the acting, the sound editing, the finale, um, the creepo in the movie, right. you know, like everything just kind of in, sums up what Core Feet is. Right. Like, this movie um, is what I live for yeah, in terms it, of horror. It was, it was so good that – Arturo and I had to invent the Editor's Choice Award for the board. <laughs> yeah, text me. He was like, oh, Editor's Choice. I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. it's the inaugural Editor's Choice for the morgue. And like, 
for that alone, it was kind of like the automatic toe tag winner, you know, because yeah. it made us make a new award for it. Just, <laughs> just yeah. and, yes. and on top of that, too, it set the bar pretty freaking high yeah. for the rest of the year. Yeah. You know, because um, after that, we were comparing things to how this movie made us feel. But it just but this is why this one specifically um, and particularly landed with the toe tag award because of just the feelings of horror and dread that one felt throughout the, the entirety of this movie from, from the moment you showed up in Romania, right? I, I think that was the location to the end of the movie where you're in this, you know, very silent hallway. You don't know what's going on. And then, you know, the sound editing kicks in and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, and yeah. then that's it. it ends and you're like, holy shit. You know, um, and my wife feels the same way. She she saw the movie twice and has she loves it. Um, and and I really think that this movie, um, uh, such a low key release too. On top of that, yeah. in comparison to all the other junk we had in theaters yeah. for horror, you know, and, and um, it's good. It's just yeah. it's just good. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Go watch it if you haven't seen Watcher yet. Please please watch Watcher. Yeah, <laughs> go on Shutter. Yeah, go we'll, watch it. I we'll think be, Amazon Prime is also providing it as well. We'll be talking about it again very shortly. So moving on to our our final two awards of the evening of our of the 2023 Goldies Awards. We have the award for best TV series. This yes. one this one is just you know as it as the title suggests best tv show that we watched this year you know for yes and yes. uh and one off the bat that we were just talking about um is all of us are dead yes right um it's it, uh it, it was successful from uh the start almost to the very end right right um but it kept you captivated it kept you coming back if this was an episodic show that popped up every week this would be must-see TV in, in the vein of how The Walking Dead was when right. season one first showed up. People were like, oh my God, I got to watch it. This is that. Yeah. That this, is All of Us Are Dead. All of Us Are Dead should have blown up like Squid Game. Like it's kind of like it's kind of messed up that it didn't it's, it didn't it, blow up as much. Uh, excuse like, me, teacher. Yeah. <laughs> do you see Squid Game anywhere on this show? Yeah. Like it was you know I mean? it was on here. Squid Game got its stops last year. Like, we won't we won't front about that, but Oh, that's right. It was last year. Yes, I totally yes. forgot. But that's what I mean. So jumbled up. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I mean. Like it it should have been as big and it wasn't. Please go check out All of Us Are Dead. It, yeah, dude, All of Us Are Dead is way better than Squid Game. Yeah. Like, and on, it gets on top the, of that, like, we, we, I already have an issue with Squid Game season two. Like, really? Yeah. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Like, uh, so moving on with the nominations, we have The Boys season three for all the reasons yes. we said already with Homelander, you know, because mm-hmm. it's the Homelander show. And, you know, that's not to say that the rest of the show isn't as good too. Like, we, there's a lot of good stuff happening in season three that, like, a mm-hmm. lot of, of status quo shifts a lot of like oh this show's probably gonna end in like one or two seasons yeah. like but to our point right yes it's all revolving around homelander yeah and because <laughs> ultimately everything is revolving around homeland yes and it's a good week it was a good week to week kind of show too yep. like we you know it's it was it was appointment streaming television Right. Uh, Agreed. And that's the same case for uh, the next uh, show, um, She-Hulk Attorney at Law. So when when looking at the the Marvel shows for the year, looking at the specials, this one, this one was just undoubtedly the best one. You know, like I agree. Yeah, I agree. Undoubtedly, you know, She-Hulk. It felt like a TV show. You know, we watched it week to week, and like it was funny. You know, it introduced a new character to the MCU. Like. It brought Daredevil back. It, it was just mm-hmm. like it had a lot of fan service, but at the same time, like 
it never lost sight of the fact that it was about Jennifer Walters at the center of it all. And, yes, you know, agreed. And it was just like, it was kind of, it, it's one of those things where it's, it's exciting because it's like, where is she going to pop up next? Right? Like, yeah. where is She-Hulk's yeah. crew going to pop up next? Like, all the characters, like, it was, this was almost an ensemble nominee, but like, it, it's a stack categories this year. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I agree with you, Texa. Um, She-Hulk out of all the Marvel shows to me feels the most like it's source material. Right. Um, and this is what people kind of didn't understand. Um, they were just kind of ripping the hell out of this thing. And it's like, Hey, do you, have you read the actual comic books? Even the writer of the comic was like, Hey, like you guys read the comic yeah, books. Yeah. Like, the writer straight is, up came out and was like, yo, this, this is what it is, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and, and for that, it ended up on this list as, um, as being the best Marvel show out of all the releases that, that we had. Cause Marvel threw us a bunch of stuff last year. Yeah. And um, like, and it was yeah. competing with the likes of like peacemaker too. Like, you know, peacemaker yep. was like the mm-hmm. best TV thing or DC thing. And like, there's just you know when when looking at the two it's like oh you got to give it to she hulk but absolutely yeah and yeah. moving on with the list is another streaming show that came out all at once uh wednesday which kind of like end of the year kind of like it really snuck in right it really snuck in yeah, to get all did. these knobs that it did this year <laughs> it, it really did um and it it deserves it it was a fun show it was a breath of fresh air no one really expected um what we got, right? Like we got a really, a pretty solid show. I didn't know it was going to go that well, to be honest with you. Right. Um, um, it is a Tim Burton production. I'm very iffy on Tim Burton. Um, not everything hits, you know, um, but this one, he managed to kind of, you know, steer everything in the proper direction to the point where we have a season two of Wednesday coming up at some point, um, either this year or next year, you know? So uh, congrats to Wednesday for being on the list. But um, ultimately, right, um, this had to go to um, to Dahmer. Yes. Um, as um, a complete show from start to finish. This was, as we said off air while discussing the nominees, Tex put it in a perfect way. Like, hey, this one, you know, is the complete story. Yeah. The, the, there's no season two of Dahmer. Yeah, it's it's right? hard to compete with a limited series, right? Like, it's it's hard to compete with the the experience you get from a show that's like meant to end at a certain point. You know, and you know the ending of that show already. Yes, you don't have to make it up. Yes, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So you know, it's it's all about how it gets there. And you know, for you know, we for, just for all the things Arturo said when talking about Evan Peters' performance, like it's it's all that plus more. Right, like it's mm-hmm. all of that. Plus, you get like a really good crime show. Mm-hmm. You, you get you get a show that highlights the victims. Unfortunately, like the victims' families have like come out about the show. We do have to say that, where it's like that they they have come out about like. And the, I understand it's a sensitive. subject. It is a know, sensitive obviously. subject, but at the same time, it's like in terms of what they could have gotten out of this and what we yes. did get, it's just yes. like. It did win the like it wins yes. best TV series. Again, it's like I was saying, like this this one properly um, shines a light on on the people we lost and not the, the dude committing the crimes. Like obviously, yeah. this is story, you know. So we're gonna get a lot of Dahmer, but what we get in this one that we don't get in most, as as, as I mentioned before, was. All the all the side stories of the victims. Right. You know, we get to know who the victims were. Like, 
we got to know where they were going, what they were doing that day, what they were wearing, how they were, um, what kind of people they were. And they were these good people from the dude who wanted to go to a concert, you know what I mean? Right. Um, to the dude who, um, you know, was, um, deaf, you know, um, like we learn about these people and this is, I think the most successful part of the show and why I actually, you know, um, picked it as well to win because of the successful um uh execution of of this sensitive material right right um and um you know as text mentioned yes people came out and you know we're all this about it but as you said text it could have been it could have been way worse everything could have been like obnoxiously um you know it like, could have been uh, way more over the top extra yeah you know what like, i mean yeah, yeah it could have been way more over the top overdone and i think we got a very respectfully done show focusing on all facets of this investigation and this and this dude who was just kind of you know being a fucking evil piece of shit out there yeah you know i mean that's why it gets the win just because overall from ensemble to production to like just the the whole package of everything it was very successful as a show as a movie this wouldn't have worked because it would have been too short um but as a show that they definitely took the time in every episode to focus on one particular thing and one um, victim in particular. And that was a success. Yes. And now folks, yeah, grand finale to time. the grand finale yeah. and our feature presentation of this episode um, is the award for best picture. And the nominees are avatar two. Yeah. Avatar, the right? way of water. It, it was the way of water. It was kind of just like an instant. Of course it's in there. Like, yeah, yeah, just after we saw it, we're like, oh, this was actually pretty Yeah, solid. I mean, for, you know, we've talked about it all through this episode already, yeah. all through the nominations of, like, ensemble, production, uh, you know, for direction. Like, it, of course mm-hmm. it's yeah. in there. Yes. Of course. And uh, and another one that was thrown in there, of course, because of just everything that was so awesome about it, Top Gun Maverick, yes. folks. Um, this one belongs on any, you know, best movie of the year of 2022 because of how – awesome it freaking turned out to be right right like dude who expected this to be as good as it did not me not i me. didn't i yeah. honestly had no expectations a, a i'm sequel, like what yeah a sequel made like 30 40 years after the original one like come on but no like this yeah. one this one ended up being the biggest movie of 2022 for good reason right like for good reason yeah like um avatar 2 is is the only uh one actually beating it in the box office only because you know people are watching avatar 2 and imax and 3d and stuff right so, yeah you know right. the extra money gets, the extra change it's bloated you know? <laughs> right yeah it's yeah this there's is why a, james cameron knew what he's doing no we gotta have it 3d damn it yeah, there's an asterisk <laughs> next to it yeah that's a very good point but it was one of those of course like when we thought about the nominees it's like okay we have to put this one in there because just because where else we talked about it everywhere else it's the same thing with watcher watcher Mm -hmm. the winner of the course toe tag award kind of automatically has to go into the best movie the best picture nominees yeah like Like, it slides in right there automatically or or else it wouldn't have gotten the toe tag yeah if it couldn't compete with the best pictures of the morgue you know it wouldn't be getting the court feet toe tag yes absolutely and for all the reasons we've already said right it's just just, yeah we have a whole episode on watcher (laughs) just by itself like it was its own feature presentation folks that's how good it was and uh following up that same thing has to be in here because of everything else we've talked about the menu the menu 
ensemble, uh, the presentation, you know, Ray Fines, of course. Great ending, yes. great story, um, great villain. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy does a, um, a really solid job, too. Um, uh, um, everyone, like, hold on, this is why it was an ensemble, right? Everything, everything involved. It was an ensemble, it was in production, and it was all that. It deserves all that nomination and all those flowers because, hey, it was that good, right? And, folks, now on to the winner of Best Movie of 2022. The winner goes. I mean, the Toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're the Goldie, up, folks. Yes, the Goldie. Yeah. The Goldie goes to The Black Phone. Wow. If right? you yeah. have not seen this movie, folks, highly recommend. As we've mentioned here before, and as Tex has also mentioned um, off air when we were discussing the nominees, this movie just tells a good freaking it's, story. It's just a good ass movie, man. Like, yes. and that's the thing, right? It's you know we. It, you know, if you're looking at our nominees list, if you listen to the rest of the episode, and then you're probably surprised. You're probably like, "What black phone?" After after everything we after all the praise mm-hmm. we heaped on everything else, but even with all of that said, nothing beats a good, good, good ass movie. Like, and yes. black phone. You know, you got horror. You got just you know suspense. A great, you got like, freaking a great child star who's yes. who's obviously gonna blow up and be huge like when he a whole lot of them yes that's the thing too finn yeah his sister was awesome too um those three bully kids like like the whole cast of child actors they have in this movie alone elevates it because it's like hey a lot of it falls on their shoulders yeah um isn't it? We didn't put yes. Yeah, like it, it's like a um, text was saying earlier. Ethan Hawke doesn't show up here because of just the fact that the movies isn't carried. By yeah, him. it's so wild. It's carried right? by these yes. children, yes. dude. Yes. And and Scott Derrickson like wrote such a good script, and he's able to kind of you know guide these you know children to perform this uh, like awesome. Um, is a, a testament. It's legit a testament to Scott Derrickson, his work, the story, the cast, everyone involved. It's a testament to them and their work put into this movie. Because as mentioned before, this is a good-ass story. Like one can say the menu was a good-ass story, but the menu had a message behind it, right? right? Like off the bat, the menu is saying stuff about society and all that stuff. This one is just a good story um a, a good story based in the 70s and i and i um full disclosure i rewatched this movie recently just to you know get a a hang of because last time i saw it was in theaters back in june so i was like let me check this one out and man dude it holds up big time it holds up big time because of just how solid the story is how solid the performances are too um the one off thing is always you know the dad, um, you know, he, he seemed off because he was like this alcoholic, but his performance was a little eh, but his kids were just like, Mwah. like, thank you for just yeah, being good. Like, that's you know? the thing. Like, even with that said, like, I, I still thinking about the movies from 2022. I'm like, you know, what movie did I have the best time with? And, you know, and that informed my decision behind this. And that's why my vote went to Black Phone. And, you know, in our conversation, we, you know, we kind of figured out, like, no, honestly, despite 
all these other movies getting nominated uh, in our category, getting nominated for literally probably everything else in this award mm-hmm. show, like Black Phone still kind of comes up is the dark horse because it's like, you know, if we had best director here, it probably would have gone to Scott Derrickson, you know, like, yep. and it's just kind of that thing where it's just nothing, nothing beats a good ass movie. Like it, mm-hmm. that's just at the end of the day, right? It's just when you get like, you know, it's not the toe tag winner, you know, Watcher still is the 10 out of 10, but like, even then, dude, like, something about it, something about Black Phone. Yeah, because Watcher just, has like this, this very, very dark, bleak vibe yeah. that I kind of dig for course feed stuff, but, but, um, but even with like, with the yeah, Black Phone, dude, well, like, yeah. it just man, knocks like, it out of the, the park, ending, right? Like, yeah. Dude. The ending is super satisfactory. Like the way everything goes down in that climax, where the cops are just looking over here, and then the the, the fight in the basement is going on at the same time, yeah. and and then like it's just this climax of emotions, right? That you're like, oh my god, this is finally, you know, it's coming to fruition. All this stuff. Um, like I was saying before, uh, this is done. Uh, this movie takes place in the '70s, where um, like you know police activity and police you know uh like investigations were just fucking garbage yeah, like it, historically and factually and they have been it's trash. so funny that both our best tv and best movie like our 70s 80s based kind of movies but it's like it's a great point you know yeah. but it's also hey that's where you find the best horror because it's just like yeah. you said because everything's so loose right <laughs> yeah dude, that's what it is because my wife was saying oh but why are the kids walking home like that after school even just, i'm like it's the 70s dude yeah. it's like oh aren't they looking for a black van i'm like no it's the 70s yeah, all they know is that we the were, black balloon they have no clue a vehicle we were still doing that in like the 90s like so it, we were yeah, so yes. it's they didn't even have forensic evidence back in the 70s yeah, folks and, so and for yes. all that and more right black phone is the best movie yeah right especially um what really kind of um helped it out and elevated it was the legacy it leaves behind with all these child actors that were attached to this yeah right like like we always talk about the future of acting and the future of hollywood and horror and all this stuff and it starts with the child actors we know that the they've definitely upped their game since the 90s right yeah um but this one for sure was a, a, a definitely a beacon and a, and a bright light of hope in this um in, in this industry that hey we're gonna be okay because look at these actors they're doing this well with this kind of dark source material at this age i think we'll be all right yeah and that is why black phone takes um the goldie the 2023 goldie for best movie and folks thank you once again for listening to the 20 to the 2023 goldie awards uh and episode 136 of the morgue an official course feed podcast i am arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face and with me always is mr nick valdez big shout out goes out to glenn morowski for the music big shout out goes out to del virus for the artwork a big shout out goes out to you folks for listening we have 135 of these things in the archive please go like subscribe and share um go on to youtube we're on there as well like subscribe and share you can catch us on youtube live and any live streaming source on thursdays at 4 20 when this thing drops yeah it's your beautiful faces yeah. last week we couldn't we had by the way folks, yeah i was gonna say that i was like we, we probably should address that a little bit right by the, the way yeah. folks yeah we were we <laughs> listen we were well on our way streaming an episode until i 
I started talking all this smack about the freaking Megan Android. Yeah. And I had some kind of cr- dude, my whole system, full disclosure, my whole system fucking crashed while I was trashing <laughs> yeah, Megan. If you were, and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, if you the buddies at home, if you check out our <laughs> Megan review on the pod streams and stuff like that, we you know, if you were looking for the video, uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. It was right when art There's none. right when art was talking it, it, trash. It's numbo black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so and again, folks. But yeah, the, go, yeah. thanks for 2022. <laughs> you know, just as as a uh, from the production side side of things as my final stamp on this Arturo is just thanks to everybody for listening for 2022 I hope when we do the 2024 version of the Goldies Awards we have just as many good movies to break down you know Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely, folks. And I double what Tex just said. And um, I am looking forward to this coming slate of this year's movies, folks. We have a lot of good stuff that, quote unquote, I say good. Because yeah. you know? <laughs> we know how things, these, these things turn out, right? right? We got Scream 6 coming down the line. We have an Exorcism remake, an, an Exorcist remake, a lot of wild movies coming out. So I am hoping um, that uh, we get some quality stuff. And once again, folks, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Please go like, subscribe, and share. Um, click the subscribe button on all your Apple podcasts. That way, every Thursday, you get to have our show right there immediately when it drops. And again, folks, Remember, it's a scary world out there, but we are here to walk you through it.